Hey guys, it's Rasul Rasul over here, and I'm back with another podcast. Today, I have with me Azmir Ahmed, and we're gonna talk about how the money in your bank account is effectively worth less after you receive your two uh, trillion dollar stimulus bill. So, um, just give us a small update on where the coronavirus is uh, right now in the world. Azmir, just go about and give some stats. Throw around some stats. in pakistan specifically uh and worldwide uh, we've crossed 2.3 million cases although 600 610000 people have recovered on top of that so, 163000 people have also died from coronavirus so in the midst yeah. of all of this happening around the world governments of the world have started to put out bail out packages and stimulus bills and all these fancy names that they put out for different different um government allocated money so today um we thought that let's go back a few years into history and let's let's find the let's find where it all begins from where where this tradition of creating money out of thin air starts from because making money is not free someone has to pay for it so let's see who pays for it today all right so um i'm i'm just going to give you a bit of a history of how um the federal reserve came into being the america's america's printing machine for as much cash as the government wants so let's go back a bit all right so it is 1900s early 1900s and the big banks of new york jp morgan along with we have 7993 confirmed cases uh and about 1868 have recovered and 159 people have died unfortunately treasury and all of these big politicians they gather up in a small resort in georgia where they talk about how the big banks want to basically increase the interest rate because that's the business that they're in right now the only way the big banks earn money is by charging interest most of the cases are in punjab right so basically at that time this is in early 1900 so 1904 1905 at that time the interest rate was determined by the free market um and so if the free market want to take out more loans the interest rate would rise and if people want to take out less loans the interest rate would fall so the effect that this had on the market was that only serious people who actually wanted to buy stuff would take out the loans and some people that did not were not sure about the purchase they would not take out the loan and um so the big banks wanted to basically lower the interest rate or increase interest rate by their own means and at the same time the government wanted to have more money in its uh, pockets so that it could spend as it wills so this there's congressman uh, his name is frederick aldrick and in 1907 there was a huge stock market crash where the stock market um, fell by about 50% and after that these all businessmen and uh, government officials gathered up and they started to think about how they can fit in a system where the banks can charge as much 
as much interest as they want and where until government can have as much money as it wants so in midst of all of that the government had to come up with a plan and the plan was the federal reserve bank of america so uh the at that time in america there were already two failed attempts at a federal reserve bank and so it would just push out people from thinking that there was going to be another central banking attempt they decided to name it the federal reserve bank rather than the central bank of america so this was just a way to like remove the attention of the people and this entire system that they came up with the goal of this system is at the base is the same the goal is to not let the ordinary men know what's happening with their money all right i'm just going to throw some economic jargon at you so discount window open market operations changing the reserve ratio quantitative easing um asmi go go ahead and like give us a small introduction to quantitative easing yeah so quantitative quantitative easing is uh, when the central bank or uh, for any country you have different types of central banks but essentially the central bank it um, reduces uh, it increases the money supply by buying uh, bonds from the public buying back bonds that they have issued themselves from back from the public which include treasuries and mortgage backed securities in theory they increase the money supply and when that happens bond and it sells it to in the free market to people to ordinary people to big banks to small banks and to businesses and then when it so right now at this point the government thinks let's just print more money and at that very point the general public has more money disposable money to spend but the same time the value of money also falls yeah so basically that's a three step process that the government follows the first step is that government takes out debt so what happens is the government issues a treasury bond and that treasury bond is just a piece of paper it says that we t- taking out this much money at this much interest that will pay back after this much time so let's just give an example of a 10000 dollar treasury bond at a 3% interest for 10 years over 10 years right so this is a treasury bond a treasury bond is just basically uh, how government takes out debt and after this treasury bond is over here in your hand then the federal reserve comes or the central bank comes into play so the federal reserve takes this, the federal reserve starts to buy back the treasury bonds that it had already given into the market so um if they had given out let's say 2 trillion dollars of bonds they started to buy them back and after they buy them back they essentially then so basically it's not paper money at that point at that point is as digits on a computer that are changing from one account to another account so it's very very easy to manipulate the system in this way and so out of thin air you have 2 trillion dollars so now the banks have 2 trillion dollars so what are the banks going to do with it they, they do what they do best they're going to they're going to loan it out at levels of interest now the money that the bank can loan out from people that put in the money in the bank um it's called reserve banking ratio so basically there's a ratio of how much money the bank owns and how much money it can lend out 
right now in 2020 the reserve ratio for every bank in america it's at 0% so the the bank has does not have to store even a single penny of what it owns in its bank it can loan out everything so let's just say the economy goes upside down the 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 money supply goes upside down people start hoarding up money and you go out to your bank and you say hey hey hey, hey i just want to cash out the money that i have in my account and they come up to you and they say we don't have your money right now come back sometime later on because they don't keep any money that with themselves they loan everything out so when it comes time for them uh, in such a scenario like the 1907 stock crash or today's stock market downfall or the global recession coming ahead of us so what happens at that time is that the government who planned this entire process out with the big banks sometime earlier they they come up with this thing called bailouts for big banks and since 2008 there have been hundreds of th- such bailouts where the government has essentially given money to big banks for them to go on to give you the money and so basically they go on charging money for they go on charging interest of money that they created out there and when it comes time to give money to you the the government takes out more debt so through this entire process what's happening with your money in your bank account is that the purchasing power of your money is slowly going down so every dollar that is created makes your dollar worth a bit less so it's basically inflation yeah so go ahead and explain inflation so inflation is when for the same good that you would have paid a dollar for in 2010 you're paying more money every year for the same good that gives you the same value right so suppose there is good x that i'm supposed to buy in 2010 every year of inflation the price of that good will start increasing little by little so a thing that was worth $1 in 2010 can be worth $10 in 2020 essentially and how does the price increase by that much well it's due to the government taking out more money yeah. from so the there's two schools of thought two schools of thought uh uh there's monet there's basically keynesian economics and then there's monetary economics right so monetarists believe that an increase in money supply will decrease the value of money because essentially the thing that gives money value is that everyone has it so hence you can exchange money for a good or service right but if everybody has money then its value everybody having money meaning there's a lot of money supply from the federal reserve from the central bank so if everybody has money then it it doesn't have a lot of value okay uh, so just add adding on to this point so the reason that the the concept of money is so up in the air is because governments thought that they should not be locked down to the gold standard so a few decades earlier there was this gold standard that was followed across all the countries and all the governments and all the state banks of every country across the globe so basically the amount of gold that they had in their reserves they were only allowed 
to give that much money out to the people to the public so once they dissolved the gold standard and they moved on to the fiat currency the the concept of money is so is so it's so flexible right now that anyone can create it anyone in the government can basically create it you don't have to go on to go buy the gold to have the in, enough resources to create money you know that's this old days right now what you have to do is you think to create money and you have money in front of you and that's why the 2 trillion dollar um stimulus bill that has been that has been given out by this administration it's going to come back and after a few years the the inflation that it causes in the market will make your money the money that you have in your bank account right now worth a bit less also uh the gold standard was uh well there's only limited amount of gold in earth right you can't just create gold that's that's impossible but money you just have to edit some numbers on a computer essentially speaking yeah so that just gives you much more power with the increase the money supply decrease the money supply increase the interest rate decrease the interest rate it's just anything that you want and the only way that the system right now is working on is faith it's basically the faith in the system that's running the system right now if t- tomorrow your faith in the system is gone the system collapses and that's how we've been working towards this goal for the last decades and see see you have to understand one thing you go out to your bank if you get a 100,000 people and all of you go to um JP Morgan Chase at the same time and demand your money that you have in your accounts to be given back to you at the same time they cannot fulfill that goal because they don't keep any money in their bank accounts at any time they get the money from the loans they give out and the 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 mortgages or the monthly payment of these loans that's the money that is on your screen at the moment and if all of you gather up and we all go to the banks at the same time and demand our money they don't have that money so once the faith in the system is gone the system collapses and that's why the system is so feeble right now that's why it's so easily manipulated yeah what do you have to say about all of this um i agree and i think it's uh it's a large part uh, like if if the bank fails they'll just get a bailout right and when they get the bailout uh, from the government uh, they're just going to give that money back to the people but the value of that money has deteriorated because you're increasing the money supply so uh this is sort of a loophole that's not to like the benefit of the average person right like we we okay we work hard and we earn money every household they work hard go 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 to jobs they run their businesses small scale large scale doesn't matter they earn money by, with their own effort and then they put that in banks right you can't just keep a huge pile of cash under your mattress 
but the banks they lose your money and then they get bailouts and then the value of your own money decreases yeah and right so, now the 2 trillion dollars that has been given out by the by this administration out of these 2 trillion dollars 2000 billion dollars 500 billion dollars are going towards airline industries which are, cannot function in a free market and and the free market basically says that anything that cannot withhold this the pressures of supply and demand it should not exist if if the government bails out every corporation which has been going for stock buybacks so let me, let me just tell you what stock buybacks are so all these top consultants and all, all the top executives of every company in the world their their salaries are basically linked to how much the stock prices increase or decrease so an increase in stock price basically means bigger bonuses for all these top executives so any cash flow that they had in their company at any time what they do is that they go to the stock market and they ask for their stocks to be bought back into the company under their own control so what this do what this does is that the supply of the stocks decreases and therefore the demand increases and with that the price increases of the price of the stocks increases and they take back home big profits now what happens in the case of a crisis is that the airlines or any the big corporation does not have cash flow anymore and when you don't have cash flow the government have to has to jump in and has to bail you out every single time any economic crisis comes into place any economic shock creates the same crisis again and again so what we have to look at is that if a company cannot function in the free market if the greed and the gluttony of all these top executives for years has been to go for stock buybacks rather than investing in the company giving higher wages to the employees and giving benefits to the staff we should at such times think about not giving them bailouts yeah and some people that understand half of the story they tend to blame democratic socialism right they're like if an economy can't sustain or can't function properly with uh, an increasing money supply and um well bailouts and all that they don't understand that in a bailout package most of the money isn't going to the general public it's going to the companies the billionaires and millionaires the trillionaires that that essentially can't function as you said in a free market right so it's funny to see how the economy is collapsing when people are just buying stuff that they genuinely need nothing more nothing less yeah and so basically the american economy for many many years has just been based upon consumer spending on the same debt cycle so if you have to buy a car take out a car loan at very low interest rate if you want to buy a house no problem take out a mortgage at a very low interest rate and if you want to buy um and if you want to go for a vacation that's no problem let's just take out a mortgage on our house and take the money and go for a vacation all the problem that this causes in the case of economic shock like the coronavirus is that 
at this point in time we don't have any 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 backup plan to put in place the only backup plan that we have is to give out huge bailout packages to big corporations which makes your money worth less every single day so that's pretty much all that i had to say as me any closing remarks that you have i think uh, people should definitely look into this because at the end of the day the money that's in their bank okay so there's also this uh, confusion among a lot of people that uh, well my money is in a savings account so i get yearly interest right so there's this argument but uh, that's not the case if the bank loses all of its money it can't give you interest all it can do is put numbers into your digital account you can't physically use that money oh also we're talking about physical money right we we're talking about money that can't be taken out of banks what about what are your thoughts on digital transactions like they can still happen yeah so as long as we're talking about fairy tales and all these different things where no 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 physical movement of cash or money or anything of that sort is happening so right now the price of gold has been on a huge upwards upwards uh, trend for the past few weeks is just because the people want to have some physical uh, thought of money with them at every time and yeah so um it's just pretty crazy to understand that so basically uh, neither of us are either lawyers or economists or anything like that we're just enthusiasts so look into the sort of stuff and try to bring out the stuff to you guys and so the judgment of whatever we say it might not be right you have to look at the sources you have to go back yeah. and look for yourself on the price of gold yeah uh, hold on on the price of gold the price of 24 karat gold per tola is 100 4.9000 rupees that's essentially uh, 90000 rupees for 10 grams of gold pure gold yeah so overall right? like uh, now we are going into an economic recession and it is important for all of us to ha- at least know the basics of the econo- economics that you are facing as a day to day life right now So that's why we brought you this podcast to let you guys know of what's happening in front of your eyes and for you guys to go out and look for your look look on your own to to all these different areas which are shrouded in mystery right now. So we're not lawyers, we're not economists, we're just sharing our thoughts on these different things that we'll treat online. This may be true, this may not be true. You have to look for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty much all guys. Um this is Raza Rasul signing out. Asmir Ahmad, we were with you tonight yeah. and we look forward to the next podcast. Bye guys.